This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD! Uh, hey, Bo, good afternoon, man. <laughs> good afternoon to you too, sir. How are you doing today? Man, what what an enthusiastic JD. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know, man. I'm in a good mood. It's been a good Monday. I've gotten used to the fact I only have one leg, so, you know, I don't even notice the boot at this point. And, um, yeah, the coffee's oh, kicked yeah, in. Oh, yeah, peg leg bow. That's right. Aye, yeah. that's right. Yes, coming on the old no. country square radio to be talking some pipes with you. Actually, this that <laughs> voice would work a lot better if we were doing a different episode today. But uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm stoked to be here. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing okay, man. Yeah, doing great. It's been um, man a fun fun few weeks around ye old pipe shop, and of course a lot going on in life, and uh, just mm. dealing with. Uh, this and that. But um, yeah, man, things are going great. We've got uh, some exciting stuff going on this week and this month and next month and the month after that. And <laughs> <laughs> we're just trying to keep it on the rails, man, and uh, between the ditches. But uh, yeah, man, things are things are good here. Things are good. Any news with you? Anything going on in Houston? Ah, man, not a whole lot. We're just um, uh, rocking and rolling. We're trying to uh, get, get the... Uh the kids are ready for a half day on Valentine's Day. Is that, this is a new thing to me. I don't know if this is a Texas thing or if this is something that we just never noticed before. But uh, apparently, for whatever reason, they're deciding to have a half day at school for Valentine's Day, which is ridiculous. If anything, the school should a take the kids day longer. On Valentine's Day? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Sir, like you're paying for babysitting. It's time for to go on a date. Like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but no, that, man. That's things like, are going uh, good here. The, the worst thing you want them to teach you want to teach your kids to revere is Valentine's Day. No. Uh, do you have do you and your wife have any uh, Valentine's Day plans this uh, this 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 week? Nah, man, we did it upright. We actually um, we we did an early Valentine's Day when uh, you know babysitters were, were readily available, and uh, and so is and, and so were uh, reservations. So no, man, we went to a place <laughs> called the Spindle Top Downtown. There's a a, a a restaurant on like the 34th floor of this building that kind of goes around, uh, and so you get a 360 view of the city as you're as you're sitting there having some uh, some decent food for the price. I mean, you're you're paying for the for the view more than anything else, but um, it was it was good. It was nice. Yeah. What about you guys, man? Is this the first Valentine's Day with the kiddo? Y'all gonna be uh, you, y'all gonna have any fun, or is it mostly gonna be just like hoping that she sleeps the, it is, on the porch man, we, with a pipe? It'll definitely be hoping that she's sleeping. But uh, man, you remember that ridiculous restaurant you and I went to in Jackson when you were in oh, town yes. that like was trying really hard to be like a Saved by the Bell themed restaurant, you know? Um, so my wife and I both don't believe in Valentine's Day. Like we're we're just kind of anti Valentine's Day. Like oh absolutely. Let, let's let's create a commercial holiday where you know that um you know is is um shames you into buying all kinds of needless crap for the person you love, <laughs> and then uh you know forces you regardless of uh you know your present feelings or condition to uh spend money to go out to eat with someone or whatever. I I don't know. We we just both have this kind of cynical view of Valentine's Day. But sure. Having said that, uh, this really goofy party came up that 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 crazy restaurant is hosting. They are hosting a '90s prom. <laughs> of course they are, John David. Of they course are hosting they are. a '90s prom. <sighs> and, and what's funny? So we're we're going. We we bought tickets. We're going. They're gonna have food, and music, and all that other stuff. And it, it's just some fun and ridiculous to do. We were like, ah, this is a you know, it, all our other friends are having serious dates. Let's go be silly. But what's great about this? And I really love this. My wife was homeschooled and she never went to prom. Ah. And I will be taking my wife to her first prom. 
at 34 years old. <laughs> Come on, man. That's sweet. That's nice. So, uh, yeah. So we're excited. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm going to uh, get in a tuxedo and we're going to uh, try to figure out how to make uh, my lion's mane of hair look uh, 1990s <laughs> themed. And uh, yeah, it should be, should be entertaining. So <laughs> Wonderful, man. Well, that's great. Well, hey, we've... Uh, <laughs> That's probably a little bit too much extra information about our lives. Of course, everybody's like, so uh, it's a pipe podcast, right? We should probably uh, talk about exactly. what's going on in the uh, the old pipe world. Man, Hard actually, pivot. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. We have uh, some great stuff going on. Of course, we've been talking about it for the last couple of weeks, but the fundraiser up in Michigan is happening on February 20th. That is right around the corner for Rob E., who's been battling stage four uh, mantle cell lymphoma. Uh, the good uh, good folks up, up there have been putting together a great uh, smoke them if you got them poker tournament to uh, to help uh, benefit him. Of course, Cody DeWitt is uh, been putting that on. You can reach out to get more information. Cody DeWitt dot com. Nope. Cody DeWitt at Gmail dot com. Uh, you can get your no matter where you are in the world, even if you're not in Michigan, you can actually buy some uh, some raffle tickets to help uh, support Robbie, a, a prolific member and a, a great a uh, great great name and great uh, community member in the pipe community as a whole so we want to be sure that we're wrapping around him and his family right now during this time that's right that's right yeah and of course uh, reach out to cody c-o-d-y-d-e-w-i-n-d-t at gmail.com if you want to uh you know support that there's some awesome giveaways that are being donated for that uh, several pipes lots of hard to find tobacco and uh things of that nature and um man better better do it now because the event's coming up really <laughs> soon uh, february 20th international pipe smoking day yeah you know really quick on international pipe smoking day we have we ever done an international pipe smoking day episode like an episode about international pipe smoking day i don't know if we have actually you know it's uh kind of the history of it and uh yeah i don't know it's uh it might be something we ought to look into yeah i mean it's a it's a prolific day when when international uh colonel international pipe smokely uh, uh gave his life for the seventh <laughs> calvary of uh michigan i, I don't know I, anyway point I, is, I thought it was uh i thought it was the day that uh saint pipe smokely saw a vision of uh Parik, <laughs> you know before it was uh before it was discovered i i, I don't know I, we, we might have warring uh, warring ideas here clearly there's a lot of confusion about this holiday we should definitely do it <laughs> we'll clear it out it absolutely we'll, clear it out. <laughs> <laughs> well hey man i know a lot of stuff's going on at the squire what's going on over there Man, February 28th, Eric Nording coming to the Country Squire. Woo! We're excited, man. It's part of our uh, 50th anniversary celebrations. Of course, this year is 50 years of the Country Squire. Uh, hand-blended tobacco, premium pipes, and good conversation. And um, we are proud to have Eric Nording uh, come join us all the way from Denmark. And Famous Pipe Carver will be here February 28th, uh, 3 to 6 p.m. Uh, that's a Friday afternoon. And, uh, man, we're going to have uh, it be kind of a fun, you know, a lot of these night uh, these events happen at nighttime, so we've got uh real heavy food and you know crazy music and um you know lots of strong drink and all that stuff this is an afternoon event so uh you know it'll be a little more laid back but uh it'll be paired with a uh, rocky patel cigar event uh we'll you know have some light refreshments and uh you know some light light drinks and things of that nature but um man really excited come come get a nording uh pipe from the carver himself and uh man he'll uh be more than happy to sign the pipe or the pipe sock for you and uh it'd be a really memorable event so, um, of course, we have to mention that March 28th, uh, the following month, we have uh, the Lunt to Remember. And uh, the Lunt to Remember at the Country Squire uh, here in Jackson, Mississippi. We're partnering with the International Lunting Society. Um, 
to uh, just have a really awesome event. This will be a Lunt uh, where folks are coming from across the country. We've got folks coming from uh, states uh, all, literally all over California, Michigan, uh, of course, all over the southeast. Uh, you know, folks will be uh, here in Jackson to uh, to celebrate this awesome time. So uh, this is our benefit to raise money for the Alzheimer's Foundation, um, which we're really thrilled about. And so um, LaFleur's Bluff State Park will have the Lunt and then the after party uh, at the country squire uh live music food uh strong drink and uh shenanigans will uh will follow there along with a uh, raffle and uh you know good opportunity to win some cool stuff and uh and uh, also support a good cause. So I'd uh, like to thank our sponsors for that, Missouri Meersham, uh, Scandinavian Tobacco Group, Lane uh, Tobaccos, and also Briarworks Pipes uh, out of Nashville. So uh, really, really thrilled about that and hope to see you there. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be one. Like, it will be, in fact, a lunt to remember, and it's going to be an event you're not going to want to miss. Uh, this will be, man, this is, we got two live, uh, recordings of the country squire radio show that's going to be happening. We've, uh, probably going to have a little, uh, maybe a little squire select in which listeners can participate in. So, you know, you never know what could yeah. happen. I might sing. I don't know. I'm just throwing <laughs> that out there. Uh, actually we do want I, people you know, to come. We want people to come. We we do want we may invite a um maybe an earplug, uh you know <laughs> vendor to uh to show up if if we think that's a that's a threat. But uh, yeah, but anyway, yeah. we'll we'll be prepared. <laughs> Brilliant. Yes, that's that's how you that's how you upcharge people right there. <laughs> the new uh, I know the new uh, Country Squire Radio sponsor ear earplugs international earplugs international. <laughs> I love it. Oh man, that's great. <laughs> anyway, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yep. We we do hope that a lot of y'all can be there. <laughs> hey, of course, Country Squire Radio is made possible by our amazing patrons and club members. If you've not done so already head over to patreon.com slash country squire radio to learn more about how you can support the show man we've got some two new members we got to give a shout out to here at the top of the show lion of la and mike gregory joining at the squire level now i yeah. could have like pretended that lion of la was like the whole name as opposed to clearly three words and now i kind of regret that i didn't so <laughs> Lionela. Uh, line of flaw, line of flaw, line of flaw, and Mike Gregory. <laughs> welcome at the Squire level. You know, Lion of L.A., this this has a lot of opportunities. Of course, you know, you think of um, our folks from across the country and the world, you know, they think of L.A., Los Angeles, right? Well, sure. you know, in the in the Deep South, we have a couple of other um, options mm-hmm. for this. Um, mm-hmm. the, the first one that you would think of, uh, Bo, uh, of course, would be Louisiana. That's uh, right. L.A. would be uh, Louisiana. But then there's also this other uh, thing that, that some of us are aware of that that is a thing, uh, believe it or not, and, and it is called uh, Lower Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> and th- there are there are some people that are very proud and i'm not making this up very proud to um to admit that they are from lower alabama and so uh you have you have now country squire radio listener been acquainted with uh, another important la in your life wow wow now i know the idea proud alabamans uh is not necessarily a, a hard thing to believe uh it's just hard to believe they have any reason to be a proud alabama oh oh no, that's right no. i went there well, <laughs> that, that, that's that's fair but it's it's just lower alabama it's 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 lower alabama so <laughs> you know what i actually kind of feel bad about this because I, I you know i always told myself i would never be one of those texans and i think i just was one of those texans so. you are yeah, yeah. You, you've become one it's uh yeah, it, that's, and that's something you probably can't wipe off yeah. no you really can't you really can't all right well this is start, this is starting uh, horribly but you know what i think we're going to stick the landing here because we've got a great topic uh, to talk about this episode man one that i'm very very stoked to learn more about we 
you're doing yeah, a yeah. German pipes study, if you will. So you've heard about international studies. This is international studies. We're going to Deutschland, Gutentag, and Bratwurst, and uh, Lederhosen, and Oktoberfest, uh, or as we say in our house, <laughs> Angela Merkel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We got we got all 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 the great uh, uh, Germany German stuff. Uh, and this week we are learning about the German pipes. Man, that's right. Uh, a lot of folks, you know, are not familiar with German pipes, but maybe maybe they've seen one because they're so unique looking. And mm-hmm. uh, of course, folks that are in uh, the pipe world, uh, eventually, if they build a significant enough pipe collection, will have at least one German pipe in their collection. Uh, it's likely to be one of their prettiest pipes. It's also likely to be the pipe that they don't smoke very often. Wow! Wow! <laughs> because yeah. They're um, they're they're just kind of complex and convoluted, and uh, can be difficult to clean and all all that nature. They're highly or ornamental but um but yeah today we're talking about german pipes you may um have heard them referred to by other names bavarian pipes uh, prussian pipes uh, swiss pipes alpine pipes hunter pipes um tyrolean pipes uh which is a uh, a a region in uh, austria northern italy and, and and southern germany there and so these are highly stylized pipes very complex intricate uh, and and you know really feature an amalgam of why you know a wide variety of of uh, of media uh, we're talking about um, you know just using all kinds of crazy things to make a pipe imagine like uh, kind of a Frankenstein pipe but in a beautiful way mm, <laughs> you know, interesting okay you know let's let's put all these uh, these crazy things together and so um, yeah uh, just some beautiful very interesting pieces uh, steeped in tradition and and history and just something that of course it, it is common for the pipe collector but not super common for smokers outside of um, of this central European area area. Um, and even in that Central European area, it's become more of a traditional uh, kind of thing, a, a collector's thing. Think of, uh, you know, your average Joe probably uh, owning a beer stein, but maybe not using it every day kind of thing. Right, right. <laughs> um, and and, and but it, once a year, if that, to be honest. Yeah, you know, it's a yeah, it's a fun it's a fun thing to have. It's a very traditional thing, but, uh, you know, maybe something that you won't smoke all the time. So um, uh, often long uh, pipes. Think of the length, uh, perhaps, of a church warden. Uh, sometimes can be a little smaller, but sometimes can be a lot bigger. I, I've seen these pipes as uh, large as you know four and a half, five feet long, right? Yeah, <laughs> and um, you know, just really, really intense. Uh, almost universally, they have a deep bend. Uh, very, um, you know, very long, deep bend from your mouth. So these are are typically not uh, straight pipes. Um, the iconic, I iconography iconography <laughs> is uh you know reminiscent of uh, in some ways native american pipes they have a lot of uh a lot of uh, symbolic uh, meaning, a lot of uh, tradition, ritual uh, kind of built into them. Uh, but, you know, so you think of all the, the Native American pipes that we've talked about before, uh, the, you know, images that are put on there, these totems. Uh, and, and a lot of that is kind of uh, similar in uh, fo- form, at least, uh, or at least spirit, I guess. But it's thoroughly European, right? You know, when you see this pipe that you're looking at a, uh, a very European uh piece you know oh, it, big it, time it, yeah i mean it, it you're you know again you have images of those beer steins and uh yodlers and you know all this well, kind of stuff it's uh it's really interesting and you make mention of course of just kind of the intricate nature of like all the ornamental stuff goes into it you almost kind of feel like if if a cathedral if like a european cathedral was a pipe it would be this 
<laughs> I like that. Yeah, I like that. You know, think about every little piece, uh, you know, of a cathedral or, um, you know, any kind of significant structure that has lots of symbolic value. Um, you know, that is the, you know, a, a, a German pipe kind of boiled down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, the materials we're talking about here, Bo, and you can see it if you look this up, uh, you know, photos, um, you see a lot of uh, horn, uh, a lot of antler. Uh, bone, uh, sometimes ivory, uh, wood, uh, which which is sometimes briar, but generally it's it's usually not briar. It's uh, some type of cherry or other uh, native wood that's kind of close to the carver. Precious stones, you see that uh, brass or tin uh, kind of adornments or um, you know uh, you know components. There's glass, very often porcelain, and then clay. And so all these mm. things are kind of put together uh, to um, to create very, very interesting pipes. Now, you know, occasionally you will see a very simple pipe that might have like an ebonite mouthpiece, um, you know, a, a wooden cherry uh, shank there, and then, uh, you know, maybe a, a wooden or even a briar bowl. Uh, but, but on average, a lot of these pipes are going to have, you know, a combination of these things. You might have an amber mouthpiece, uh, um, you know, a stem that's made part of wood part of a of an elk antler <laughs> and then uh you know we'll have a uh like a like a brass uh or sterling silver fitting uh there that that a uh, porcelain bowl plugs into you know in order it with a with a beautiful cap maybe built into it so um just really interesting um these pipes you know they date back from the earliest usage of european tobacco and so we talk uh, before about uh you know the explorers coming to the new world bringing the devil's leaf back to Europe and it kind of spreading all over. And so the tobacco uh, usage in Europe, uh, it, it dates to that same time, uh, you know, four uh, to 500 years ago. Uh, and, and you think about, uh, you, you talked about cathedrals. What a great uh, way to, um, you know, kind of envision this or at least kind of catch the spirit of this. Um, think about the rich heraldry of Central Europe, things like the Holy Roman Empire, mm-hmm. and, uh, royal families, the Habsburgs, these great empires, you know, uh, proud nation states and, uh, you know, uh, baronets and uh, duchies and, you know, family crests and all this steeped in tradition. And uh, if you can kind of boil all that down and put it into a pipe, a lot of times these pipes uh, really do evoke that. It, the pipes have a lot of local flair, uh, often cherry or uh, antler again. Uh, the mouthpiece often will be that uh, amber or horn stem. Later, uh, as they became, uh, you know, a little more mass produced, um, you know, here and there, kind of towards the late 19th century, uh, you saw, you know, the use of more traditional pipe uh, or more broadly accepted, I probably should say, pipe uh, materials like an ebonite mouthpiece or or briar, um, you know, here and there. But, you know, the, uh, the, the purpose purpose of pipes like this? Why would you make a pipe like this, right? Well, other than to, uh, you know, be a very symbolic, highly, um, you know, beautiful ornamental piece, uh, you know, these these pipes smoke exceptionally cool. They're they're dry smokers. Uh, You know, a lot of times they'll have... uh, um, it kind of a, um, a chamber for the, uh, you know, moisture, the saliva to collect in, um, you know, and, and so the, the smoke is cooler and drier. Um, it, the German pipe is the uh, genesis. It is kind of the precursor to the Cavalier pipe, which uh, is a whole different episode in itself. A Cavalier, uh, of course, being where the bowl, uh, the shank kind of continues past the bowl of the pipe and uh, gives plenty of opportunity for uh, that saliva to kind of kind of carry on down there. Uh, 
a lot of times it'll have a, a valve at the bottom that you can release the saliva. And that way, uh, you know, your tobacco is really dry and, uh, you know, smokes a lot, uh, a lot drier and cooler. Um, so these pipes, you know, they kind of led to that uh, in an evolutionary way. But, um, you know, they're, they're cool, dry smoking pipes. Um, they're unexpectedly, you look at a pipe that's complex and, and they can actually be unexpectedly easy to transport. Think about, uh, you know, pipes that are like this, the, the, you know, you see a lot of complex uh, pieces to this pipe. But what's interesting, all these pieces typically are meant to be taken apart. Mm. And so you'll have a, uh, you know, a stem that comes apart. Uh, a lot of times the shank will be in multiple pieces. Uh, sometimes the shank, uh, you know, has multiple pieces that you can take all that apart. The bowl uh, oftentimes will plug into the shank. And so it can kind of kind of come out. And all these pieces may, uh, in some cases, actually go into a nice carrying case or you can put it in your satchel um, and, and, you know, un kind of, um, you know, you don't you don't really think of this pipe as being easy to transport, but sometimes they really are. Um, and, and then also they're highly customizable, right? You can do uh, a lot of fun things with these. You can, uh, you know, represent your own family crest or, uh, you know, maybe a deer that you personally, um, you know, slayed, you know, uh, <laughs> when you were hunting or, um, and then also, uh, you know, they're, they're highly repairable too. And so because you have all these separate pieces, um, you know, it's not that big of a deal to uh, maybe swap it out for a different bowl, a different mouthpiece, a, um, a new shank extension or, or things of that nature nature so interesting you know yep. I, it, it's it's funny because you know you think about kind of the um uh the, the the rich story that one of these pipes could potentially tell uh from all of the different intricacies that go into it and and how you might want to customize it i uh, you know i i had on my short list to ask you about this exact style of pipe uh, before knowing that we would actually be talking about german pipes in fact before yeah. knowing that this style was considered bavarian or a german pipe because I actually recently saw one uh, out, out in pop culture, as it were. Um, you ever watch The Office? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, now you may recall on The Office there was a character uh, of, of uh, German heritage who was quite proud of that fact. Uh, one Dwight K. Schrute. <laughs> yes, although I don't remember him ever, you know, bringing up a pipe. Is that something I'm uh, forgetting? All right, so it's one of those things I forgot it too because it happens in, in the later seasons. Like you know, I think it was like maybe um, uh, Steve Carell's last season on the show or something like that. Oh, <laughs> so okay, okay. It's not like during the the classic era of The Office, but there was an episode in which, and I can't remember the specific details because it was like you know cleaning the house while it's in the background type situation over the weekend, <laughs> but. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, so so Dwight was spurned by a store that was selling a wizard statue he wanted to buy, but they wouldn't sell to him. And so <laughs> Jim convinces him to do a pretty woman where he goes and gets all fancied up and, uh, and wears his best clothes and then buys a lot of things and does the whole, you know, oh, you get paid off commission, huge mistake type deal. Well, Dwight goes in there in, uh, in an ascot and like a whole, you know, fancy uh, get up. And this boy is sporting like the most intricate German pipe you've ever seen. And I'm sitting here watching like, man, what an interesting choice to go with. And then now that I know this and now that I've kind of everything comes into perspective, it's like, oh, actually, no, this actually makes a ton of sense because, you know, uh, German, her German heritage Dwight, uh, of course, would have a Bavarian pipe of some sort. You know what I mean? Like, of course, he would have a German pipe that uh, that uh, he would uh, want to you know showcase off when he's trying to be his pretty woman self. <laughs> That's right. 
he wants to be fancy, right? Have that 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 exquisite uh, accessory that makes high a class, and if of you course, will. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and <laughs> of course, I, I like to think that somebody like Dwight too would actually have like this. Isn't like he went out to buy this by because especially because of the the nature of it uh, that it might might have actually been a shrewd, a shrewd family heirloom of sorts. It may be. It, it may have even been decorated, perhaps, with a uh, Shroot family crest <laughs> or, an, or an antler that maybe he and his uh, brother Mose killed. Cousin uh, <laughs> Wait, was uh, cousin it? Mose, I think it's Cousin uh, Mose. Kill, I could be wrong on that. <laughs> yeah, it, you may, I think you're right, actually, but uh, killed with their bare hands, maybe, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, it, it, it is. It, it is a very uh, traditional uh, thing, of course. And th- these pipes are smoked uh, by some folks regularly. We talk about them like they're only things that are ornamental that um you know uh you know are just are just really collector's items but they uh again these are these were designed to be cool smoking pipes that are easy to break down easy to um you know repair replace uh you know and so they they have a functional basis to them and uh and of course you know people do smoke these pipes um the the features of these particular pipes you can kind of think of them um as legos right legos you know you bit this block and that block and you kind of fit to fit them together uh and a lot of these uh german um you know bavarian uh tyrolean pipes they they have that they um you know kind of plug and play you know the joints connect uh to the um you know you have multiple joints in the shank of the pipe uh the bowl plugs into to it with some kind of brass or metal fitting um you know it uh has you know stem extensions and all this other kind of stuff um a lot of times too these pipes i like this you can make the shank actually longer and so you know if you want to smoke your pipe uh, a little shorter you can actually just put maybe one shank extension in there and then you know if you want to smoke them a little longer they've got uh, the option to put maybe a couple more you almost think of them like as you know a lot of dinner tables have like a leaf that you can put in your dinner table to make it longer for you know mm-hmm. if you've got more company coming over and um yeah, and so the pipe almost works in that same uh the same way, which is kind of cool. Easy to repair if you need a new piece uh, in there or stem or break your bowl and need to get another one. And uh, and so those are some some different options. Um, they also, again, they, they have that feature of being able to break down uh, and maybe travel with or, or put into a case. A lot of times you'll see them kind of like Meerschaum cases. They'll fit, uh, you know, multiple pieces that are made for this into that. Um, and, uh, and, you know, when you break a pipe down like that, that's that, that's that complex, uh, it makes it easier to clean each and every piece, uh, you know, as well. And so uh, there is that. Now, you know, you do have to think of this uh, like another German product, uh, maybe a BMW. Um, You know, (laughs) you think about a product that complex. uh, Yeah, it's easy to break down and clean, but also uh, something that's that ornate, that complex, that, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, specifically engineered, uh, there are more more things to break, more things to uh, to fiddle with, and and perhaps to go wrong. So uh, this is not a low maintenance pipe, you know. If it's something that you're going to be, um, you know, smoking daily, um, kind but, of a graduate uh, level, if you will. That's right. That's right. Um, use of different bowls, you know, it does have the ability. A lot of times these uh, German pipes, um, it, there are some that are integrated where the bowl is integrated into the shank or, you know, things can't come apart. But a lot of these German pipes, they have the bowl that will come out. Um, oftentimes the uh, bowl is made of porcelain, uh, which will kind of come out of that metal fitting and you can swap them out or maybe clean them uh, a little easier. 
Uh, and, and then one of the most, re- you know, recognizable pieces or, or maybe features of a German style pipe uh, that we haven't talked about at all yet, and that is the integrated wind cap. Um, so many of these uh, pipes are flanked on the top by this beautiful, ornate, intricate uh, wind caps, maybe made of brass or uh, tin, you know, aluminum or something, but uh, these really delicate, uh, intricately carved wind caps that um, that are very functional. You've got to think about where uh, we're talking about here. Uh, this this region of, uh, you know, southern Germany, uh, the, the Swiss and Austrian Alps, northern Italy, this is the region we're talking about. Um, very mountainous, incredibly windy, uh, you know, and so the the wind cap on these things is is highly decorated, but it's also uh, incredibly functional for that that part of the world. You know, if you've been in the mountains, how uh, how breezy it can get, and of course the the you know Swiss and German Alps are some of the uh, the most treacherous, as it were. So so there is that, and people living in all these little nooks and crannies of these mountains, they need something to uh, you know to navigate the weather there while they smoke their pipe. Lots of decorations on these pipes. You know, the pipes can be, uh, again, highly decorated. You've got, um, you know, uh, oftentimes the ones that are more mass produced, you'll see uh, little uh, metal uh, stags or uh, hmm. bears that have been affixed to the outside of the bowl. And so uh, these very uh, lightweight, delicate metal uh, carvings have you know been attached to the outside of the bowl that make a really striking appearance. Sometimes they're out of sterling silver or uh, you know nickel or something of that nature, but um, really, really pretty and, and leaves kind of a nice uh, rustic, homey uh, you know, feel to it. Other things you'll see, family crests, uh, tassels, a lot of Sometimes you'll see little tassels or little beaded uh, strings that come off there that might have uh, some of the smoker's favorite colors or uh, family color colors or things like that. Porcelain bowls uh, are really common in these. The you know a lot of times the the pipe. Uh, the majority of the pipe will be made of, uh, you know, wood or, you know, these other materials. But then the bowl often is this porcelain. You know, sometimes it'll be made in the head of uh, the shape of a head or an animal, uh, some kind of carved uh, figure, the porcelain, of course, cast in that way. Um, and that's interesting. You know, you kind of think uh, of Meerschaum pipes, right? You think of, uh, you know, Meerschaum pipes, how they are, um, you know, easily carved into all these different uh, you know, faces and features and, and that type of thing. And um, in some sense, they are uh, like Meerschaum pipes, porcelain uh, bowls and porcelain pipes. That would be a whole, uh, you know, conversation in itself. Mm. The, uh, the, you know, concept of a porcelain pipe, uh, um, you know, and, and, and the porcelain, if you're if you've got your tobacco in there, light it on fire, it's going to be really hot. It's something that while you're, you know, smoking it, you're not going to want to touch the porcelain itself. Uh, but typically, because the pipe is made of all these other materials, it's going to, uh, you know, handle the heat better, be, you know, more insulated on your hand and um, and all that. And so you can hold the pipe uh, easily while this porcelain is smoking, um, you know, smoking more cool, but hot to the touch. Kind of interesting. Porcelain, uh, a very integrated part of many of these pipes, but it's a material that never really took off. Um, for other parts of the world, you know, you've got uh, like Turkish pipes um, that are that are Meerschaum. They are popular everywhere. Uh, Corncob pipes, of course, that uh, you think of, uh, you know, the um, the classic American pipe, uh, and and they're smoked everywhere. But porcelain pipes, not really something that caught on, and so uh, integrated in some sense into this uh, German pipe. Again, uh, you know, something that is more of a local regional flair. But um, 
Yeah, so uh, German pipes, man, really interesting, uh, you know, statement pieces. There's something the collector uh, would be excited to have, um, you know, folks uh, smoke them and, and really enjoy them. But um, also, you know, they, they are kind of complex and uh, Baroque and, you know, um, one of those things that where, uh, you know, you may you may like having it in your collection. You show it off quite a bit. It's something that when you want to doll up like Dwight Schrute, you, uh, <laughs> you pull out and smoke, but, uh, but maybe not an everyday smoker, right? And so. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, you see them, they're fascinating, and that's, you know, just kind of the uh, the 30,000-foot view of German pipes. Well, there you go. You know, I, I, I've got to wonder, with with so much that goes into it, i, I got to wonder if, like— would would the would the quaint german farmer even have a pipe like this you know what i mean like or is yeah. is is this really uh is this really kind of more of a of of an of uh, a, a pipe smoking tradition that's really been driven by the upper class uh of of yesteryear and now it's just kind of become you know the 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 norm so to speak i think it's a fair question you know i think it's um you know that's something that would be um, you know, worth asking if we have any uh, listeners from, uh, I know we have German listeners uh, and folks from that part of the world, but, um, you know, if we have any that would be uh, aware of that, um, you know, kind of um, uh, phenomenon, I, I'd, I'd be interested to, to know. I, I do remember uh, as a younger man going to Europe on a trip uh, with some other students and, um, you know, it was interesting. I, I saw we were on the uh, street. Uh, it was somewhere. I think it was in Switzerland. We were probably in um, in Zurich. Maybe I can't remember. But there are there were actually a large group of locals that were going to uh, to mass at one of their you know local churches there. Um and they were all dressed in, um, you know, uh, kind of what you would think of as local attire. You saw this, uh, you know, kind of um, interesting, um, you know, uh, alpine dress that, uh, you know, they were all, you know, proudly wearing to go to church. And so um, you, you do wonder, like, you know, there are probably examples of where folks at certain occasions, certain times would, um, you know, put on these things that, um, you know, um, it would seem more. Uh, symbolic or, you know, uh, you know, it, it's kind of like, you know, there are people in Scotland that wear the kilt, right? <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, it, it's not just a tourist trap kind of thing. It's something that actually happens, uh, although you, you may not see it as often as you used to. And so, um, yeah, I'd be interested to know if, uh, you know, this is kind of a, a thing that was thrust on the German, um, you know, kind of identity or uh, if it's something that uh, is more commonly used. Uh, I think it is probably commonly used in some areas and, uh, and again, highly representative and uh, maybe something you bust out only in certain uh, more formal occasions. But um, yeah, but I, I think uh, uh, I think it probably is there. I'd, I'd love to know if we have any uh, native smokers of, of these pipes that would uh, be able to enlighten us on that a little more. Yes. And then we would say, don't <laughs> that, that means <laughs> thank you, say, right? <laughs> I was I was about to say, and I would say bless you. <laughs> I think I think that means thank you, but I could actually be wrong. I, I don't I don't speak German. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, in case that actually wasn't clear. Uh, no, man, this was uh, this was great. Always uh, always a blast to kind of learn learn some new things. And uh, man, talk about a, a rich history uh, that goes along with this particular pipe and. Uh, such a unique style. Do you have any German pipes in your collection? You know, I don't actually. I, it's a pipe that I don't have. We've seen them come through uh, the Country Squire. Um, you know, it typically is estate pipes. Uh, they've been, um, you know, pipes that we've, um, you know, we've had come through like that. But, uh, but yeah, have not um, have not added one to my personal collection. So would would love to do that one day. 
Interesting. Yeah, no, I um, I, it's one of these things. The second I saw Dwight rocking this thing, I thought, man, I kind of feel like my collection's incomplete without something that extravagant. <laughs> and so, <laughs> you know, I think uh, I think there, there might be something there. But, you know, the great thing about your collection as you're rounding it out, no matter what kind of pipe you're looking for, be it extravagant or simple, uh, you can find some great forms of pipes in the form of corn cob from our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum. That is right, man. Of course, uh, Missouri Meerschaum, they're known for making uh, high-quality, inexpensive pipes, but they do have pipes that uh, kind of tease the extravagancy, uh, you know, sector of pipe smoking. There's some uh, <laughs> so, some pipes on their, their upper-end, uh, higher-grade finishes that uh, that are really uh, a little more intricate, a little more beautiful, uh, perhaps. And uh, and one of those is the Charlestown Cobbler corn cob pipe uh, that they created. This has been a, a couple years now that they came out with this. They... Uh, um, paired, uh, you know, collaborated with Cornell and Deal, of course, a famous American blending house. We talk about them all the time. Um, and and to, they, they made a, a couple of pipes that uh, kind of are uh, in homage to their um, – to their uh, you know South Carolina uh, heritage and uh, the Charlestown cobbler I think is uh, just a very beautiful uh, piece. What they've done is they've paired a uh, black uh, finished bowl that's kind of a kind of an egg shape, uh, maybe a large billiard, uh, and they've paired it with a, a nice bent shank uh, and then a very uh, gorgeous uh, uh, high quality Italian acrylic stem uh, and it's just a really really attractive pipe that uh, that ruby uh, deep red looking stem uh, that just uh, kind of evokes those Cornell and Deal colors um, with a with a really beautiful billiard style bowl uh, it's a generous bowl it's something that um, you know, is going to give you the opportunity to smoke quite a bit of your favorite tobacco, but it, it takes the corn cob uh, kind of uh, aesthetic and kind of kind of ramps it up a little bit, right? Mm. It's something that uh, makes it a little more a uh, little more stately, maybe a little more elegant. And uh, of course, it's the quality that you would expect from our friends at Missouri Meerschaum. It's got the hardwood plug in the bottom and uh, just a, a great piece. So um, you can get it from corncobpipe.com, which uh, is ordering straight from the source and uh, at twenty three ninety nine. It's a great value uh, in pipe smoking. So check it out. And if you got one, we'd love to see a picture. Absolutely. We love seeing those pictures coming in. The uh, the uh, Missouri Meerschaum selfies, when you tweet those to us, we love to retweet them out. It's a great way to let the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum know that we appreciate them for sponsoring this show. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Pipe question of the week. 
All right, man. Pipe question of the week. So it's coming in from Peter Esserm. Uh, here's what Peter says. He says, guys, gents, I've just recently started taking up pipe tobacco after a decade of smoking cigars with my father, and I love it. I've been picking up things here and there from the internet, my local shop, and from just lighting up my pipe. Lately, I've been seeing people share a lot of pictures and videos of the plume. Uh, from what I've read, we <laughs> get the quotations. That was my verbal uh, uh, quotations. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I like that. From what I've read, seems like some sort of mold. Uh, is this true? If so, what's going on in the tobacco that makes smokers so excited? Is it safe? It reminds me of the gross cheese my grandfather used to eat on the weekends. Anyways, thanks for the work you guys do. Love the show. Throw it on. Relax. Have a good chuckle and learn something new. Again, that is Peter. Now, this is great, man, because uh, I've heard of the plume referred to as crystals before. Are we talking about the same thing here? Yeah, it, we, it depends. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> plume, plume is a controversial subject with both pipe smokers and cigar smokers. Uh, you know, there are folks out there that uh, will tell you anytime you see something uh, foreign on the outside of the leaf, uh, that's mold. You can call it whatever you want, but it's mold and you should probably just throw it out. <laughs> uh, there's others that are like, oh, that's mold. But if you wipe it off, you can still smoke it. <laughs> um, and, you know, that that sounds crazy. Right. But then also think uh, think of a big block of cheese. Right. You've got a big block of cheese. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's got a little piece of mold on the side. You know, there, there are some folks that will cut that piece off and eat the rest of it. I don't know. That's, you know, you've, you've got to, your mileage may vary. You've got to de- make those decisions on your own. But, um, right, it, right, the, right. You know, if you see a splotchy spot on your tobacco that is any color other than white, right, um, then that's, that's very likely mold. I'm not a biologist. I don't know much about, you know, bacteria and all this other stuff. But, you know, if you see some, something that's splotchy, um, that, uh, you know, has that kind of irregular shape, uh, certainly any type of fur, <laughs> that uh, that is mold. And you'll uh, you'll want to throw that part of it out. Um, you know, there are other other phenomena that happened on uh, pipe tobacco that might be a little more um, a little more you know hard to determine like that. A lot of times you'll see little white speckles on the top of a um, you know piece of tobacco. Uh, sometimes if those speckles are very small and very isolated, we think of that as perhaps being where sugar uh, is kind of collecting, uh, being broken down on the outside of the leaf. And so um, you know that that is one of those things where you know uh, folks would say, okay, that might be defined as plume. Uh, you can you can smoke that and consume that and it'll be fine. Um, you know, uh, when we think of, um, you know, the, the sugar, you know, kind of uh, breaking down those uh, complex, uh, you know, pieces of the pipe tobacco being, um, you know, fermented extra breaking down uh, in, in like, let's say like a really, you know, good Virginia tobacco or something of that nature. A lot of times it'll have a really um, sheen, like a, like a really uh, kind of bright sheen on the outside of the tobacco. That is, uh, you know, you can actually see what looks like, um, you know, a little sugar crystals on the outside. And so sometimes people will call that plume uh, and will, you know, define it that way. That's that's a very different thing. But um, it generally, my rule of thumb, if you see anything splotchy uh, on the outside of tobacco, certainly anything that has a color other than white, uh, you'll want to avoid that. But but most other things, if you see it, if it's on the outside of the tobacco, if it's very small, um, if it's very uh, pinpoint kind of uh, thing that, that might uh, be here or there, it's probably fine uh, and in some sense can be uh, the quality of 
of tobacco that's kind of, um, you know, aged properly. So um, anyway, your mileage may vary. Um, you know, <laughs> I would get uh, folks to uh, look at it other than you, maybe to, uh, to give you some feedback. But um, avoid the splotches. Uh, embrace the white, uh, the white crystals, and I think you'll enjoy your tobacco. Well, there you go. There you have it. Hopefully this was informative. Um, I know that uh, for me, man, I'm, I'm always uh, I always try to stay out of these uh, these contentious uh, debates that happen inside the, uh, the the pipe world. Well, it's one of those things like, you you know, you're looking at your tobacco, you opened it up and you've been so excited maybe to open this tin and, it, you know, it hadn't popped the seal on it. You pop the seal and and then, and then there's something foreign that kind of is on the outside of your tobacco. And so mm. it, this is not an easy uh, to answer question question because it really is a very much case-by-case basis. If the outside of the leaf uh, of your tobacco has that kind of uh, shimmery sheen to it, that's probably just really well-aged tobacco where the uh, sugar crystals have condensed on the outside of of the leaf. If it's a splotchy, uh, you know, kind of area that's any color other than white, and and even if it sometimes is white, uh, if it's splotchy, bigger than a little pinprick uh, size, that's that's likely mold. <laughs> you know, I would I would uh, I would I would throw at least that portion of your tobacco out. <laughs> um, and and then if there's you know if it's white uh, dots that are kind of spread, uh, you know, in a certain area. Um, I, I don't know, man. I, you know, if it were me, I'd probably uh, either wipe that off and then smoke it or, um, you know, or maybe just throw that little piece out. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, you know, the, you've got some people, again, that are always going to say if there's anything on the outside of a leaf uh, that's mold, throw it out. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I certainly if you see that sheen on the outside of, a, of tobacco, that is very much, uh, you know, a sugar crystal um, kind of thing. And so that would be a, you know, a hallmark of a really well aged tobacco. But um, other than that, I would be more skeptical. Um, you know, you've got to make uh, kind of the call on your own. But um, yeah, you know, you say uh, in your question, it reminds me of that gross cheese my grandfather used to eat on weekends. Uh, <laughs> you know, maybe there's a connection there, right? Maybe just cut that piece off and smoke the rest. But uh, there's no cut and dry answer, really. Out of curiosity, what is your opinion on like moldy cheese? Are you are you a fan or not? Not so much. Well, it depends on the cheese, right? I mean, it, it, you know, if it's a if it's a block of uh, you know cheddar that I have in the fridge, and it's got you know part of it is kind of a, a moldy portion, you know, I inspect the block, uh, and then what I you know typically do if the rest of it looks you know real fresh and and all that, I'll cut you know a good chunk around that uh, off, and then and then eat the rest, you know, um, you know if it's if it's cheese that's meant to have it in there, like a blue cheese or something of that nature, I, I'm not a cheese expert by any means but um i'm for it you know eat it eat it up <laughs> but, cheese it uh, up yeah cheese it up <laughs> well good deal man uh all right well cool well there you go great question and hey if you got a pipe question of the week be sure to send it in to us that's show at countrysquireradio.com again that is show at countrysquireradio.com quick fire with the squire Quick fire questions! Ow! All right, man. Quick fire questions. These are uh, kind of a weird transition here because we just got done talking about moldy foods, which might be unappetizing to a lot of people. And now we're going to talk about donuts, which is something you never want moldy. Ever. Ooh. And, and it's appetizing <laughs> to all people. <laughs> all, all people. Exactly. Ooh, I love exactly. donuts. All right. So here we go. Donut edition of quick fire questions. Tiger tail or bear claw? Uh, I'll go with a bear claw. I, I, I like bear claws. You get more 
for the bear claw in terms of like more donuts by volume or or what have you yeah you know what i mean Mm -hmm. uh but as a kid dude i loved tiger tails like that was my (laughs) go-to it was all about the tiger tail something about it i don't know it's it's fun to eat you had kind of the different flavors and textures and you know there's those cigars those like double leaf cigars always kind of remind me of tiger tails a little bit yeah, yeah. That's, you don't yeah. talk about right with mm-hmm. like the dark yeah, and the light. Yeah, the twist kind of barber pole looking thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love it. Maybe that's why I love those cigars so much. Is it because it <laughs> reminds me of Tiger Tails? <laughs> all right. Anyway, all right. Uh, next one: a jelly filled or a donut hole? Kind of the the opposite of each other. Okay, so so uh, between the two, I'd probably go with a uh, jelly filled donut. I, I do like um, now when you say the a hole. Uh, a, that could mean a just a normal traditional donut, right? Do you want the donut mm. uh, with a hole or a jelly donut? I would prefer just the regular donut uh, with the occasional jelly donut. But if it was a donut hole, one of those little balls, right, that you get, then give me the jelly donut. The more donut, the better. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hear that. I've never been a fan of jelly donuts. I find them to be gross. I don't know why. Like, I know a lot of people are big into to jelly donuts. I just... Yeah. For me, there's just always been something about them that it just, it's just a weird, weird thing. Jelly yeah. outside of anything other than a peanut butter and jelly sandwich just does not sit well for me. Okay. So, Fair. Yeah. I'm going to go with donut <laughs> hole, even though it means less, less donut <laughs> involved. <laughs> uh, all right. Next one. Cake donuts. Now here's the question. Do you get a cake donut with glaze or without glaze? I'm going to go without Uh, cake donuts kind of go in a separate category for me. It's like, Mm. I, I, you know, I want when I want a cake donut, that's what I want. If I want donuts, I'm typically not thinking about that. So. um, So, yeah, I'm going to go without the glaze. Okay. Okay. No, I see that. I see that. So I really don't like cake donuts with the one big exception being and I think this is qualifies as a cake donut, but a blueberry donut. Yeah. Yeah, don't you think? Because like those are always the cake consistency on the inside, but with the glaze on the outside. I think that's what's generally traditional. I could be wrong on that, but I think that's yeah. right. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna go uh, with that in mind. I'm choosing glazed. Definitely choosing okay. glazed. <laughs> all right. So there you go. Uh, all right. A dozen assorted or of the same kind. Uh, assorted. Yeah. Keep them mixed up. And then finally, them's is the fighting words here: Krispy Kreme, Dunkin' Donuts, Shipley's, or other. I'm gonna go with Shipley's. I, I think I, don't, I I had this feeling that Shipley's is like a like a Southern thing. Um, so whoever uh, submitted these questions is probably from this area. I love Shipley's donuts. They just are um, they're just awesome. Uh, Krispy Kreme they're pretty good, but you know they can be a little on the sweet side. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts it kind of tastes like packing peanuts to me. Interesting. So you could you could take or leave them. Um, I I yeah I, I, Shipley's all the way. Uh, but it is, it is, it is tough. I will say it is tough, but I kind of feel like Shipley's is like the RC Cola, you know, like I realize that it's regional, but it's also like, you know, if, if you have these two of like Coke and, and, and Pepsi, uh, Shipley's would be the RC Cola. Yeah, that's, that's my mindset there. So yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with the RC. I mean the Shipley's. All right. Well, there you go. Those are quick fire questions. Hey, if you got some quick fire questions, send them in show at countrysquireradio.com. Again, that is show at countrysquireradio.com. Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. Listener feedback coming in. This is uh, S-Fear. Uh, S-Fear? 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 
E. E on iTunes is saying. Yeah. Your guess is as good as mine, man. There you go. He says, waiting for the Q. Uh, I love the podcast, although I would give, I would have given this show five and a half stars if there was a pipe tobacco barbecue. Parent. Oh my gosh. Come on. Are we revisiting this? <laughs> uh, we are not revisiting this. E on iTunes uh, is, is bringing this up. I got to tell you, man, I'll, I'll just put it this way. If it doesn't happen in Jackson for the Lunt to remember, it ain't going to happen. So I'm, I'm I, I'll, I'll just leave that as it is. I, and, I, I'm still against it. <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't bode well. It definitely doesn't bode well. But uh, <laughs> one way or the other, we've tried not to address that as much as possible, just because I right. know that a lot of people feel like we've beaten that horse to death. E, e uh, on iTunes, we are grateful you're a listener, man. <laughs> that's right. Absolutely. And uh, stay tuned. All right. Next up, man. So I mentioned at the top of the show that Lion of LA, uh, a.k.a. Linafla, uh, is has recently become a Squire member, and Linafla has actually writ- written in and says, hey guys, just joined today at the Squire level and know exactly what question I wanted to ask the moment I saw the package included a bat phone line to the pair of you. Uh, I'm a Welsh, I'm of Welsh heritage <laughs> and have been looking for a tobacconist in Wales that specializes in pipe blends. Since the quote Prince of Wales is both a popular name for blends and pipes, a Google search becomes a huge pain. Uh, but can you all lend me a hand? And again, that is coming from Linafla. Golly. Uh, of yeah. the Welsh Linaflas. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's interesting. Of course, uh, line line of L.A., uh, line of Lower Alabama, who uh, <laughs> is of Welsh <laughs> Welsh heritage. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I am not super familiar with British um, uh, British tobacconists, and so you know, we put this question in listener feedback. We were kind of hoping that uh, maybe one of our other uh, British, uh, maybe Welsh listeners, would uh, be familiar with a uh, tobacconist in that part of the world that that we can uh, recommend. Uh, our friend Lion too. And so uh, if you have that, uh, you know, are aware of that, uh, let us know, you know, um, we'd, we'd love to know, um, you know, if you are from Great Britain or uh, the UK, um, you know, if you have uh, some of your favorite tobacconists that maybe you could mention to us and, and, uh, and we can kind of uh, kick those around on air and let folks know uh, of those that are out there. So um, yeah, let us know if you, uh, if you are aware of those, uh, any British listeners, we'd love to um, love to promote those British tobacconists. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, we want to kind of turn the bat phone into a bat signal in this situation, and really kind of yeah. put it out to the to yeah. the group and see what uh, what everybody comes up with. But mm-hmm. um, great question is in the UK. Yes, lo- would love absolutely. Would love that. Yeah, and we really appreciate you uh, joining up at the Squire level and uh, uh, Line of Fla or Lion of Lower Alabama, whichever one you prefer. Let <laughs> us know. Let us know which which direction was the right direction on this one, and I and neither is is a perfectly acceptable, but not a, not an option. Uh, there you go. That's listener feedback. <laughs> hey, uh, there was something I also wanted to kind of, uh, toss in here at the, at the tail end. Um, I, okay. So speaking of beaten to a death, beaten, beaten a topic to a death, I feel like there's something that, that needs to be addressed. Cause I, I, I found this interesting and you even suggested we, we bring this up on the show. You know what I'm talking about? I, I, I cannot remember. What are, what are you talking about? Yub nub. Each other, oh. no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, we have to address this because I like you know it's a controversial subject. Oh, I'm putting okay. it at the now, end. This is all this is all coming uh, back to me now. Yeah, no, I I think you're right. I think it's uh it, it's worth mentioning. 
Okay. All right. So, so um, listeners of the show, now this is your first time listening to the show. Welcome <laughs> and thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, you have no idea what you got yourself into, but we love that you're here. Uh, for, for everybody else, uh, you may recall a couple weeks ago, uh, about a month or so ago, maybe maybe even longer. Now it's about a month or so ago. We did an episode on Ewoks, the pipe smokers of Star Wars, and this was the most controversial, uh, maybe second most controversial, but possibly first most controversial. I don't know. It actually. This, <laughs> This definitely goes in there in like the top three most controversial episodes of Country Squire Radio of all time. Yeah, that uh, we've ever done. Yeah. Yes. The feedback was um, uh, split right down the middle. There were, were folks that really enjoyed that episode and folks that really did not and uh, and really felt like uh, they, they needed to share that, which, of course, we always welcome the feedback. Uh, and, and I don't want to imply <laughs> that we don't. But here's the thing, as kind of like a, you know, just just to kind of update everybody on where everything stood. Bo uh, feels vindicated. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. I will be honest, man, that, that episode, that, that kind of broke me a little bit. I was like, I, 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 my you were, joy. You were hurting. You were hurting. I was. You had so I was, much fun. It, you really had a lot I of had, fun. And then people, people trashed you. <laughs> well, they, it, some people did and other people celebrated. Like, that's the thing, right? Like, I really don't want to imply that it was, you know, all bad because that was not the case. And we got a lot of really great feedback on that episode <laughs> all that said no it did man it took a little bit of joy out of the out of the show for me because i was like man well if we can't if we can't you know tackle some fun subjects and we just have to talk about you know the uh, how many you know you talk about uh, the, the black cavendish is it's black and it's cavendish and uh thanks for tuning in to cover the country choir radio the profile is not raisins the end uh, <laughs> no man i love part of what i love about this podcast and and just the community as a whole is that we can get into more of like you know we can kind of romanticize this a little bit and and get into the the history the past of the pipe and kind of see how that speaks into the grander meta narrative of of life and of the culture and and you know of, of why we enjoy certain things and the stories yeah. that we tell around them so sure sure that, that's a that's a critical component to me and like you know the the if if that was ever lost in the show that i don't know there'd be a show there certainly wouldn't be a me anymore in the show and so <laughs> i was really wrestling with that to be honest anyway all right so that i want to share that first because uh, I'm, I'm going through and I'm doing kind of the monthly uh, monthly checkup on all the various shows that we do both for, uh, you know, for, for content that, uh, that that is potestary uh, content, but also just, you know, just client content, and that sort of thing. So it's just a general monthly uh, uh, spot check and just taking a look at the numbers. And you looked at the numbers. Lo and behold, John David and everyone else <laughs> out there. When I tell you that episode was big, it was huge. It actually doubled the the downloads of our normal episodes, which we do, you know, we, we do all right. But but I'm saying like this episode right here, this one, man, <laughs> it was uh so I felt I felt a little reinvigorated, man. And so while I do I want to just say again, I I appreciate the fact that that episode was not for everybody and we do want to make content that that folks, you know, everybody can enjoy. Uh, I'm not saying there's going to be another Star Wars episode. That's definitely not true. But there will be other episodes like that where we can kind of dive into. Uh, there's one in particular that I really have wanted to do, but I, I've been hesitant <laughs> because of the, the Ewok controversy. Now I think I, we're going to do it. So there I, you go. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually I'm currently looking at I don't think I'm going to be able to find it, but I'm currently looking for when you found out the numbers on that episode, you sent me an email yep. and, and, and you sent me an email and it listed all the, 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 the download total on that 
episode, but then other episodes around it. And yeah. and some of these were, you know, incredibly like we, you know, really, we're really proud of some of the content we, oh, all big the content time. we yes. put out. All but, you know, we, <laughs> here I found it, you know, we've got uh, the art of blending. We've got, um, you know, uh, best of 2019, a, a, a great uh, episode, uh, you know, the, um, uh, um, yeah, that's our talking. Oscars right there. Yeah, yeah man, it, it is our Oscars. It's, uh, you know, we, we talked about the STG lane, had a great uh, interview with uh, Leonard Wurzel, mm, um, that was you big, know, yeah. and, uh, several Squire selects, uh, tobacco talk, which is, uh, of course, the bread and butter of what we do. And uh, all the things I just mentioned, right? Everything I just mentioned, um, the Ewok episode trounced. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you so know, for, you good go. or, yes. for good or for bad, there, uh, there, there, there it is. Yeah, uh, it, there it just, is interest because uh, yeah. that's the thing. Everybody was like, it's like, guys, I like, like, you know, all of your like, there's an assumption that all of us have. I do this as well. We always assume that everybody's listening is just like us and just likes what we like. That's not true. There's a lot of various interest in the pipe community. And as much as we love doing, you know, the, the pipe culture episodes where we kind of do almost like a, a study, you know what I mean? Like a, a sense of like where folks are at, uh, you know, the, the reality is it's a, it's a, it is also a broad culture as well. And so there's a lot of different uh, interests in there. So anyway, I just, I'm, yeah, I had to, had to share that on the show. I felt a little, little justified and reinvigorated and perhaps that's why there was a little extra pep in my step as we get going into this week's episode. All right. All right. So I, I just did the math, Bo, that, that episode had 35, I'm sorry, 37% more downloads than best of 2019 <laughs> there you go there you go and we're gonna <laughs> so, so I, I i don't have a big feeling about it one way or another like i you know i'm kind of agnostic towards the whole question but but for you bo for for my friend who need who needed that congrats I, man I'm, I'm i did i'm, I did I'm 40 <laughs> i appreciate it brother all right well there you go well hey we hope you all have enjoyed this week's episode of country squire radio and uh yeah like we said we got some good episodes uh planned ahead for uh one going into the the uh international pipe smoking day history and various yeah. ways that you and and your family can uh, uh celebrate and enjoy but then also we've uh we've got uh, another special episode coming up uh uh and i you know what i, I almost want to say it but not now i'm not going to say it those in the uh the the squire lounge actually I already know what I'm talking about because I put it in there a while back. But uh, one way or the other, it's, it's going to be fun. We're going to have a lot of fun on this show and continue to. We really appreciate all of y'all tuning in. Uh, and uh, and yeah, you can keep up with us throughout the week. Send those feedback in uh, at Country Squire Radio. I'm sorry, at Squire Radio on Twitter. We've also got uh, emails you can send in to country show at CountrySquireRadio.com. You can also follow ourselves on Twitter uh, at The Real Bo York is me. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at at underscore Country Squire. Uh, and all that information and more can be found at countrysquireradio.com. All right, man. Well, I, Dude, I, I feel weird kind fun. of throwing that in at the end because I really do want to I want to reiterate the fact that I, I do a very much value people's feedback, even when they don't agree with, uh, <laughs> with what we did. Like, honestly, it's it's important and it's huge. So don't don't take my my uh, reaction <laughs> or that, that whole bit <laughs> as a uh, as a as a, fla- you know, as a flaming or of sorts of, uh, of your feedback, because no, I love it. It's prob- probably 25 percent of those extra downloads where people like, you know, sharing hate listening. Like, can you believe? <laughs> they were talking about this right <laughs> i thought about that no, i thought man. about that i was like i was like people are just hate listening that's got to be what <laughs> spite listening yeah no man it i had happens. fun german pipes today and we've uh, we've got a lot going on uh, here in the near future so stay tuned absolutely man well hey let's go have a day see you brother
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.